Let's play our video game podcast here at the Whatnots. It is August 23rd, 2022, and this is episode number 130. Coming up on today's show, Embracer Group Strikes Again. Gamescom opening night live just happened like two hours ago. Uh, and video games are back. They're back, baby. They're finally coming out. They're happening at least they will be like this this next week uh so that's exciting <laughs> exciting news my name is kyle springer and i am joined by alan busby what's up dude hello hello um adulting is not fun video video games are mid video games are mid whoa whoa what happened to you alan <laughs> so jaded alan, you're so jaded alan. <laughs> You, you're seeing video games I, are mid. You are now sitting in a chair, with a, which is Ignacio, unusual for you. What Ignacio, happened to you? And that's Ignacio, Ignacio Rojas. <laughs> Ignacio, I'm I'm older. You? I'm older than you, man. All right, my age. You know, I'm. I'm <laughs> yeah, you're jaded. ancient. I know. It. I'm. I'm getting jaded as I get older. <laughs> so this is what happen, happens when you sit in a chair. Yeah, I. It, dude. Honestly, this Ignacio, chair has changed. You're sitting it changed in me. a chair as we speak. It's changed me. I'm not. I'm not the same person I was. Yeah. You usually sit in front of a couch, not yeah, in a now couch. There's, now there's not, a blank wall that I still haven't moved anything. Couch. Not on top of a couch. In front of a couch. Yeah, not even on top of the couch. In front of the couch. Times are different. 2020. We're po- We're like post. You know, peak pandemic. You know, things are different now. Hmm. Hmm. Whatever. Whatever. Uh, so, so we're still in the midst of this, like HBO max blood bath stuff that is happening. Lots of things have, uh, been canceled. A number of cartoons and, uh, TV shows and movies. There's been all sorts of confusion. Um, it seemed like Matt Reeves's next Batman movie and all his spinoffs that was canceled, but apparently he came out today and was like, "No, I worked out a new deal, so we're getting more Bat people stuff, kind of." Um, and then there was the new animated series that Bruce Tim was working on, and they announced that that was cut. And then someone from the Hollywood Reporter was like, actually, not according to my sources. Like, they still say it's very much alive, just might well, not be on HBO yeah, Max. Yeah, that's, that's the thing. It isn't canceled. It is being shopped around now. Right. To other people. So it, j- the whole thing is confusing, and I'm j- it's just, it's got me down in the dumps. <laughs> I just I, I I I want all the things HBO Max was uh, it wasn't the best when it first started, but they started to make something of themselves and they 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 had some good content. I just watched a show on their Tokyo Vice, uh, which was fantastic. Highly recommend that it's about a journalist from Missouri uh, who goes out to Japan, gets a job uh, on the police beat at a big famous newspaper in Japan and gets wrapped up in the Yakuza. Uh, and it was great. It was awesome. Um, and I just, I, I just, I'm so sad. <laughs> That's my life. That's I'm so life. sad. <laughs> what about you guys? I, I, we're, we're slow going, but we finished season one of the boys. 
Ooh, okay. Mm. It only took forever because we watched maybe like two episodes a week, maybe. What'd but you it's, think? It's, it's, it's good. It I not, did not end how I expected. Uh, yeah. Did and not, it, uh, did not... it, it only gets better. I will say that. See, everyone keeps telling me it gets better, but like season one was so good already. How does it just get better? I know, right? It is like it is one of those shows that is bafflingly consistent of just how good it is. Like you watch a, a, a show with multiple seasons, maybe season two or three takes a dip or like half of the season takes a dip or something like yeah. that. Uh, the boys has just been so yeah, consistent. Like, no, literally like, season season one, like every episode was just really good. Like it not it, I didn't watch one and think, man, that's what kind of sucked. Right. Like they're all just like, I'm like, wow, like I'm just I'm more invested every time. Like what's going to happen? Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah, Ignacio, good. Ignacio, what about you? What's happening in uh, Ignacio land? Oh, man. Speaking of Ignacio land, I watched last week the new Dragon Ball movie. Oh, guys, how let me it? tell you, it is a good one. It is very good. It's been making very money. Fun. It's been, it's been uh, making a lot of money. It is. It has been making money. Not as much money as the previous Dragon Ball movies in Japan, I think. Uh, so we'll see how how it will do internationally. It just came out outside of Japan. Mm-hmm. So we shall see how it does. But as a Dragon Ball fan, I was very satisfied with what I got with the movie. It, it got a. It had great combat. Great character interactions and great callbacks to the history of Dragon Ball. Without without going into it, Ignacio, I might go see it this weekend. Is it better than Super Broly? Ooh. No, no, no description, just a yes or a no. <sighs> Maybe. It might be. <laughs> it might be. He's it like, might de- be. Yeah. depends on who you are. <laughs> No, uh, is I I think it might be, uh, better than than Dragon Ball Broly. Okay. Uh, if if you liked the beginning portion of Bro of Broly, you know, yeah, yeah, uh, I, yeah, with everything in Planet Vegeta, yeah. If you like that, I think you might get more of those those vibes throughout the whole movie. Okay. In in superhero. I don't know that latter half fighting though was really good. Oh no, you you get that that's that kind of fighting. Okay. I the fighting might be better in this movie. Okay, all right. Well, maybe I'll see it this weekend. You should. There you go. Okay. You should. Good stuff. In the meantime, though, let's talk about some video games and get into what we've been playing. I can talk about something, kind of. Finally. Finally. Finally, I'm not the only one talking about videos. So it kind of in the background uh, for the past couple weeks here, I've been playing Final Fantasy X uh, with my girlfriend. I mentioned it here on the show like a month ago-ish, I think. Um, So we're still just making our way through every now and then. We're not playing it in super big chunks, um, but... It is it's interesting because this was the video game when I was younger that really made me believe that video games are magic. 
that they can have incredible stories and uh, for the time, good acting, good voice ah, acting, ah, ah, right? Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> that you realize scene is often taken, again, out of, taken out of context. Yeah, I was gonna say the uh, laughing Titus, the Titus <laughs> scene is technically like it's bad, but it's his life is bad, but it's meant to be bad. Yeah, uh, but it, it's it's interesting because uh, like my memory of that game versus what I'm playing now, not super changed, but. It seems a lot shorter than I remember. Like I mean, I, you're that, better. You're better at video games now that you're older. That yeah. might be part of it, because I think when I was younger, I had the tendency to try and brute force my way through the game and be like, I only want to play with Orin because he's fucking cool and Titus because he's the main character. Uh, and then whoever my third is, I'll switch him out. And I don't like Kamari, so I'm, I'm just not going to play with him. I mean, Kamari. Kamari uh, is like the worst character in the in the group in terms of he, in terms of stats and combat. He kind of is, um, but I like n- now. I'm I'm finding myself switching my characters out a lot more and being like, oh, okay, that guy's weak against this thing. For this kind of character, I need this person, and so it is more of a strategic. Like, okay, switch this person out, put that guy in to do this one attack and then switch him out again to do something else. And yeah, um, and I think that's helped because I haven't really had to sit at a certain location and just go back and forth and train and level up and do all of that stuff, uh, at, at, at least as much as I used to back in the day like that. That is my memory of like early final fantasy games is i spent so long in those worlds that that i i like there there'd be like two or three days in a row where i'd play for like three to four hour long chunks uh of just me training and leveling up and and stuff like that um and i'm Finding that I don't have to do that that much. So I'm I'm wondering, yeah, am am I better? Was I just that bad when I was younger? Was I brute forcing it uh back in the day? It's, it's an interesting Yeah, I experience. I agree because like I remember playing FF13 when it first came out and I was kind of bad at it. But then like when I played it again years later when I was better, the game felt far easier. I think. I think a lot of RPGs, when you play them early on or when you play them when you're younger, they're all kind of harder than they're actually supposed to be because you don't have that, like, good understanding of the game yet. Yeah, or at least the the way the, like, combat systems all interlock. Yeah. Because, and, and, yep. I mean, you can play it, you can fight, you can level up. And, like, I, I remember when I first actually beat Final Fantasy X, by the time I went to go fight Sin, I had, like, most of my characters maxed out, and I just whooped his ass. Um, but, but I, that like, that took so long to go do all of that. Um, and now I'm probably not going to do that because I'm... Tr- kind of trying to just like have that experience of like sharing that story uh with my girlfriend just like this is one of my favorite video games when i was a kid uh but yeah that's that's what i've been up to that's what i've been playing i think right now we're just 
just slightly over halfway in the game. Um, we got to... Let's see, we got to Guado Salam, we got to the place where Seymour is like, hey, Yuna, you should marry me. And then she's like, I'll think about it. And then you go a little bit further after that, and then she finally tells the people that, like, yes, I think I will marry him. And you're just like, whoa, wait, what? No, what, don't what do is that. This? I have a crush on you. So, yeah. <laughs> That's what I've been up to. And that's what I've been playing. Alan. Ignacio, okay. you're playing. Ignacio, you're, the nothing, only, huh? you're the only one because I, I have not actually played a single new video game. That's not true, Alan. How about Digimon Survive? Yes, I did. I did. Um, I did finally free myself of Digimon Survive by planting it. I will now never play it again. Oh, come on. It can't be that bad. He survived. It's that. It's Digimon that. It's, survive. Again, it's again because that you played because you played Ignacio as well, and you yeah. played more of it. Um, Digimon Survive is not that bad. It is just severely underwhelming. Okay. Uh, so I've only played a little bit more Digimon Survive. God, I'm going at a snail's pace through this game. That's so long from what I've seen. Uh, so Alan, I'm in the part where I'm in, at the school. I just got to the school. There are cobwebs everywhere. I just talked to the ghost kids, and I'm walking through the, the the secret underground tunnel to go fight whoever took Aoi. You are still in fucking chapter one. Chapter one, yeah, yeah. Holy moly, what? <laughs> yeah, you are still at fucking. Chapter one. Oh, no. Alan. 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 For someone someone like you, Ignacio, who plays fucking open world games and golden pass them to get through them as fast as possible. You can't, you can't, you can't fucking do extra shit in Digimon Survive and you're playing it like you're playing. You're over here like, oh man, I'm going to play Digimon Survive. Fucking five minutes. You're like, yeah, I think that's enough progress for one day. See, this is why I do not play uh, visual novels. Because... God, for someone who fucking golden pass an open world game, you sure are taking forever for a uh, game you, we'll you can only that. fucking golden pass. We'll talk about that later. But no, Alan, playing visual novels is a different thing. Where it is... I'm playing it the way that I watch usually TV shows and anime and whatever, which is laying in my bed and, and, and watching it and, and playing it. But the problem is that since it is so slow because it, it is just static images and then text moving, I start to fall asleep, man. And and <laughs> and again and again to survive's detriment, you wanna know why I put you to sleep? Because with just the visual novel aspect, there's no real greater mystery and there's nothing to really engage you and keep you and keep you stimulated to keep you going. Uh yeah. But at least I, I got to a part where I got to f- to freely fight, if you remember. Yeah, free, yeah, free battle. Yeah, free battle. So I got to experience, real experience, the the battle system without any any tutorial. Yeah. I'll, I don't know get why you say it is bad. It is a regular, <laughs> it is a regular turn-based strategy. <laughs> you know, 
You know, Ignacio. Um, about it though, it's just you know, bad game, good Digimon you know, content. You know, you know, Ignacio. No, he, no, no Alan no. said that he doesn't like the combat. No, no, you see, Ignacio. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I got, I got a couple. Here's, here's the argument. Um, the combat. You know, when you first when you first play it, you're like, oh yeah, it's like a standard tactical RPG. Yeah. You know, it's it's fine. Yeah. Um, here's the thing, Ignacio. You don't unlock and you don't get any new moves. You can't just buy equipment. The equipment's kind of shallow. Uh, free battles get repetitive. They take a while. I don't know, Ignacio. Has the combat not warrant? Has is the combat fresh and new? You're on fucking chapter one. I, I, come, you're telling come, me that it. Come back you're and tell me, me that, that I, keep, I cannot come, unlock any new come, moves. Come back. Come back and come. Yeah, you can't unlock any moves. You can't. What? You don't. Un, you know how Algamon has <laughs> has pepper breath. Uh, baby flame. The ba- whatever baby flame. That's all he fucking has. <laughs> That's all he gets. Unless so you me- unless unless you waste an equipment slot to give him a another move. You get so you get a piece of equipment. You can equip a different move to him, and that's and then he'll have attack, pepper breath, and then this new move. But when you level up Agumon, he doesn't learn any new move. All he uh, has are those two moves base the whole game. So you're telling me that Labramon is just useless in combat? Yeah, those those two. Well, when Labramon digivolves, it'll have attack, and then it'll have the unique move for its evolved form, and that's it. That's it. That's all it has. Oh, man. Uh, I'm still waiting for my Geomon. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, I was yeah, supposed yeah. to have a Geomon. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't have it either. No, Ignacio, I want you to play more Survive. I want you to get to, like, Chapter 10, and then tell me that oh, you man. still oh, that you still think the combat chapters. is great. He's going to be playing this his whole life. I want, <laughs> I, want you, I want you to get fr- I want you to get over halfway through the game, and I want you to look me dead in the eye and honestly tell me you think the combat is still just as good if not better than when you first started and, and if you tell me that it is better or it's just as good you're a fucking liar uh, we'll see in, in a year or two fucking liar over here yeah i just got to free battle in chapter one i think the combat's <laughs> fine you know i you know what i was i was like you once ignacio and then i got farther <laughs> uh anyways uh so that i've been playing uh, something that I played way more of is the Dying Light 2. I finished the game. Nice. Uh, I gotta say, I enjoyed, I enjoyed the game. I enjoyed the gameplay. The gameplay is fun. And then for the story, I think the story was fine. It had some good moments. Of course, I, Alan, you know that I golden pathed it. The way I, that obviously. open world games should be played. No, that's not why they're open world games is to golden path them. That's not the point. <laughs> Uh, at the point alan i had to go to path it otherwise i will not finish the game it's one or the other you know you can pace yourself ignacio alan it's like me saying hey you don't have to platinum every game dude i played survive and Platinum before you fucking finished chapter one i don't want to hear it out of you uh so dying light uh again good combat uh great uh uh how how would you say movement, uh, sense of movement, wave movement, parkour, you know what I'm talking about. That yeah. feels good. Traversal that feels good. Uh, my only complaint with the game, which is something that I've seen other people have a comp- have problems with, is the ending of the game. 
So I don't know how much we want to spoil it, but Alan, I'm sure you know, you know, my problem with the end is that you, this whole game, have been looking for this one person. Yeah. And then you find her, what, 10 minutes before the ending? 20 minutes before the ending? And she doesn't really matter. Nope. Wow. And she just dies. Um I'm I'm gonna be honest. Um, Dying Light Two, besides uh, being a glitch fest, uh, the worst part of Dying Light Two, the worst the worst part of the game is its story. It's the worst part of the game. Damn. Uh, I mean, I, I guess uh, that's why they call it dead Dying Light Two, yeah. not Living Light. You know, like I think exploring the world, the combat mechanics, like I think all of that still. I thought the story fairly was fairly good. Fine. Story story kind of well. The beginning of the story with uh, what's his name? Uh, the guy that uh, the guy that saves you. Yeah. Um, I forget Hakan? his name. Yeah, Hakon. He's Which great. One, the one that, that betrays you. Yeah, yeah. I, I love love him. His arc. I was super invested in all that. But then the farther you got in the story, just the worst. The worst. The story got just the worst. The worst it got. I thought it was fine, but uh, yeah. Luckily for me, I never had any glitch at all. Never a technical problem. The only one that I had was that. And one of my problems with the game is that it has several missions where the objective was just wait for a call, wait for someone to call you. Well, and then the the only technical problem yes, that I had with the game yeah, was that yeah. one didn't do the side missions. Yeah, yeah, Ignacio, <laughs> when when you have to wait for a phone call or wait for a kid to get back to you, that's kind of why in uh, hang on, what's what am I looking for? Um, isn't that why in an open world game you're meant to go do open world fucking activities, Ignacio? Uh, you want to know the only side quests that I did were the ones where at the beginning you get you're in the church. You want to talk to this uh, to one character, and she tells so, you, "Hey, go see if people want to uh, need any help from you." Those hey, are the so, only side quests that I. So did. did you did you ever did you ever do did you do all of like the radio towers to unlock the map the map? Why would I do that? I. Alan, I I found no incentive to do that. I only Probably found no. Didn't even know Alan. the map was in the game. <laughs> no, the I I that's one of my problems with the game. The map was useless to me. I I only I don't know if you always had fast travel unlocked, but I only found out that you can fast travel towards the end of the game. Mm. I wanted fast travel at the beginning. I looked for it. There was no fast travel. So I thought, okay, there's no fast travel in this game. I just will run everywhere that I have to go. So what what is the point of unlocking towers? What are you even talking about? What part? The towers or the fast travel? Well, for one, you're fucking... There's there's not enough time to unpack while you're fucking playing open world games fucking the wrong way. Uh, Second... (laughs) Second... Second, uh, there is fast travel, Ignacio. I know fast, there fa- technically fa- is. Fa- no, Alan. your fast travel. Your fast travel are the bases, the radio towers. No, shit. yeah, no, yeah, yeah. No, the radio no, towers. Because yeah. when I wanted to do that, what at the beginning of the game, I wanted to do that, and I, I thought, okay, I, I'll select the uh, the place of interest. See if that has fast travel. No, okay. What about the towers? What? No. Okay. What about what? the the other place? No. Well, what I guess there is no fast travel. What are you talking but you about? You also didn't go the, to the, the city, towers the to city, unlock them. The city. The city. The city. No, I did some city. towers. 
And what, I, well, why Bowden, would you? Why would you do that? The towers are optional. Why would you yeah. fucking do it? It's not part of the gold. Do you pack. see you if I got something out of it? I barely even unlock the the safe houses. Ignacio, the fucking city you started in is a fast travel point. The ships are fast travel. Radio towers are fast travels. I I could fast travel almost Alan, every. I, I tried. Hang on. I could fast travel when I played the game. I could fast travel almost anywhere in the game I wanted to, Ignacio. The reason I didn't is because it's a trophy for traveling distance. And fast traveling doesn't count. <laughs> so I ran everywhere, but I could fast travel if I wanted to because I had it unlocked. I don't know what you fucking did to fuck up why you can't fast travel. You fucking probably played the game the, fucking wrong. I don't know. Alan, the only time that I fast travel was when you go back to the to the starting city. After after you're in, in the big city. That's when I find out. Because I had to look it online. I looked it up online. How fast travel works in the game. And, and someone said, oh, it's the train stations. And I thought, well, hell, I haven't seen any train station. I was in a train station for a mission, and and they it had the oh yeah the train fast stations travel, fast travel yeah the train stations are fast travel points yeah too, but... and I thought okay so I have to I so I have to unlock train stations I have to go to train stations to do fast travel so but you know but, but you I wouldn't enjoyed, but look, again Alan, you wouldn't Alan, you wouldn't, you wouldn't do, the... you wouldn't do train stations Ignacio because besides the mandatory one they're fucking optional so of course you're not you're not supposed to do them no fucking because I had to figure out where the fuck they are well if you would do the radio towers they'd show up on your map Ignacio <laughs> why would I do them <laughs> why would I do them? okay so that at that anyways that goes to show you that I enjoyed the traversal of the game where I even without it. I had to run everywhere, and at some point, it just didn't bother me. I, 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 I can't. I don't want to talk about this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the, but the end, Alan, we both can agree that the end was bad. Yes, we will, we will agree, Ignacio, that the ending story of Dying Light 2 is bad. Okay, good. At least we can agree on something. <laughs> I can't. It's I can't. been decided. I can't. I can't. <laughs> Oh my god! Uh, you. Anyways, uh, you've also been playing a little bit of <laughs> Saints Row. Yeah, a little bit of it. Uh, so I. This is the of course, new one, right? Yeah, yeah didn't the, this like didn't one. this like just come out or something? It just came out, so it, that's why I only played a little bit of it because it came out uh, this midnight and. Um, uh, where was it? Was it going? Uh, so neither neither of you guys could could uh, help me out when I when I asked you to check the price for the game. I was nowhere near my computer. I oh, so you haven't been now. near a computer? Haven't yeah, been I, near a computer I, since I, I, I got when I had I, free time. I got the I got the notification for it while I was out with uh, family and stuff, and I was drinking. And then by the time I was like coherent and could remember it, I forgot about it the next day. So we have just what, checked what, on what your was, phones. What was the thing that you were trying to do? You What's were, the price of the game? But for you guys, you were specifically looking up on the price the of the game. Yeah, yeah, game store. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, let's see here. You can also look it up on P uh, the Epic Game Store has a web uh, web page. That's true. Let's see. Uh, uh, so, anyways, while you do that, yeah, I only played like an hour of the game, and so far. Uh, the game hasn't been, the game hasn't been getting good reviews. It have been like mid to bad. So yeah, I, keep, I, I keep seeing a lot of hate for this game for some reason. Yeah. So 
with all that said, I only again I only played like an hour or so last night, and so far, it is fun. It has a, a a lot of humor. The the your main character, I like the way that the main character is acted so far at least, and his interaction with he his crew and his friends. Of course, they are going with him and his friends. They are going for the vibe of we are millennials. We are Gen Z, I guess maybe. Uh, so we talk about uh student loans and capitalism and and whatever. So it has that kind of kind of style. But then uh, your character is a part of these like private military group. So uh, the the first mission is very action heavy, very bombastic heavy, where you're trying to hunt down this one character. And I did enjoy the acting of, of your main character through all of that, the uh, the humor, uh, the humor that was presented there. But the thing is that I, from what I've heard, there is a point in the game where it just falls. Like uh, I think it was blessing from kind of funny said that there was a, a point from the beginning of the game up to up until one point it was uphill. Uh, it was very good, and then once you get to that point, it it was it's yeah. all downhill from there. Man, so I, I haven't gotten I, to that I point. I saw their like clip that they posted and was just like, oh yikes. They, yeah, they, they are like over this game at all. Even Mike, wow. even Mike is very down on the game, which is saying something. Yeah, um, and then wild. I've also heard, I've also heard that there are a lot of technical problems with the game. I did encounter one major one, which is I'm playing on PC, but I always play with a controller, and the problem is that for some weird reason, the controller is very. I don't know if it is correct, uh, the correct way to say it, but it, it is very unmapped, which means that every button is a button that it shouldn't be. So oh, really? A is B, B is X, Y is A, I don't know, which meant that I, I was forced to play with, with the keyboard and mouse, which I, not, I do not do like. Do something so that, to like remap your controller? Was no, that like is a, a problem. I looked it up. No. It is a problem yeah. that people are harming. So that out of the gate is a very big problem with the game. I'm playing with keyboard and mouse, which I do not like playing these yeah. kind of games with keyboard and mouse. That's part of the reason that I only played like an hour yesterday because I wasn't feeling it. Uh, but other than that, I so far the game hasn't given me enough to say that it is a bad game. So that's okay. all I can that's, say. That's fair. That's fair. Because yeah, um, like you I... find the price. Uh, yes, so the price, it is $59.99 for the base game. Oh, wow. Um, it looks wow. like there are two different, there, there's yeah, yeah. Uh, two like extra additions. There's the gold edition, which is $89.99. And then the platinum edition, which is $99.99. Wow, that's weird. Because the reason that I wanted to ask you guys is that for some reason over here it is kind of like 25 bucks more or less like 22 23 24 somewhere around there weird which i i found super weird but it it has been that price for months and i thought that was, it was very weird like that the, is that is kind of interesting the most expensive version was more more or less like 60 bucks do you feel like that like 
I'm wondering yeah, if that weird. has to like if, if that if that has to do with them like trying to open up their international market. Like, hey, if we I don't know, like to there. open it up, know. they're like, hey, if we just sell the game at like a lower cost for international market, it'll probably catch on. So then it will grow in popularity. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It caught my intention. Again, it has been like that for months. I thought I, at first that it was a mistake, but it wasn't. Interesting. I mean, I've, I've actually never played a Saints Row game, so I wasn't going to jump on board here either. But I've never I've never even played a Saints Row game. Yeah, I, I know, know a lot of people were excited about this one. Uh, I was it, it, somewhat interested. I'm kind of in the same boat as you. Where I've I've not played them, um, but I, it's, it seems like a fairly well liked. People were excited for this one, and then yeah, yeah, man, I just I I, I saw that video from kind of honey, and I was just like, oh, okay, yep, no. not playing that one. <laughs> okay, moving on. Oh, I I didn't see I didn't see it. I just didn't. I just I I didn't even realize it come out or was coming out because I just don't I don't follow, so I'm not like exposed to it. Yeah, they they yeah. put a, a short clip uh, from their podcast up, but the tweet basically said. Saints Row is bad, period. Oh. And and then they, it was their their video. It's like, yeesh. so yeah. wild stuff, man. That's Ouch. disappointing, though. Yeah. Well, for me, I've never been that big of a Saints Row fan. I played through three, but every time that I try to go back and play one of the Saints Row fa- games, it doesn't click for me because it is. It kind of tries to be GTA, but it is different than GTA. The gameplay is different and all that. Right. But the humor has always been like the saving grace for for the for the franchise, and it feels like for this game, it, it just is not hitting in that way. Mm. That sucks, man. Yeah. Sucks. But hey, at least I got it on chip. Yeah. You lucked out. Yeah. Lucked out indeed. All right. Um, well, that is what we've been playing. So I say we take a quick break for housekeeping, and when we come back, we will get into the news of the week. So we will be right back. We put a lot of hard work into the shows that we make, and yes, we make multiple different shows here at The Whatnots, and we'd love it if you check them all out. You can find out more information on our website at thewhatnots.com, as well as your favorite podcasting platform of choice. When you type in the whatnots, all of our shows will pop up right there. Just don't forget to give us a nice rating and review if you like the shows. If you want to support what we do here at the whatnots, patreon.com slash the whatnots is the best place to do that. You can support us for as little as a dollar a month. You can get all kinds of exclusive content at the $3 tier. You can also get a shout out and a thank you on all of our shows at the $5 tier. You can support us on Twitch by subscribing to our channel at twitch.tv slash the whatnots. And we would love to have you all join us for our live streams and talk with us in the chat. And lastly, we have merch. If you'd like to grab yourself a shirt or a sweatshirt or a mug or something else, go to the whatnots.com slash store to pick up some merch today. Here we are. We are back once again. A uh, big shout out to all of our Patreon supporters. Thank you all so much for supporting us. It means a lot. We appreciate it. Uh, cool things that we are up to here at the Whatnots. Uh, we had a slight uh, change of schedule this past week. We did not get to do the Captain's Log, so that got 
postponed to this week. Uh, so be on the lookout for that one, because I think that one's going to be a lot of fun. Melissa and myself switched podcasts that we listened to for the week. Uh, so that'll be interesting to report back and see what we thought. Uh, our She-Hulk reactions have not come out yet. We did not get to do the first one, so we are combining our reactions to one and two for this week. So be on the lookout for that. Uh, and on the review show, um, we uh, we just covered season, or we're we're about to cover season five of of Fringe. Uh, our end of the month special where we watch a show uh, month to month. Uh, we've been watching Fringe and we are finishing that one up this month. And then in September, we're starting Shame Timber. That's our tradition where with the first two weeks, we uh, take turns pitching things that are that is on our list of shame. Things that we've not seen. It might be some big pop culture giant that just like uh, yeah i haven't seen that one like alan who hasn't seen any of the lord of the rings that would be on his yeah. list of shame that'd be the uh, that'd be the shame for that i don't feel shame for that ignacio i, I never will you, man i never yeah. will you can spend your time in a better way i don't um, i don't i don't feel shame <laughs> but for the first week in shame timber we are going to be watching the godfather trilogy because i've never seen it so there you go that's what we're watching. That's what you can expect coming up uh, here on the whatnots. Uh, but yeah, that is about it for housekeeping. So let's get into the news. Embracer group struck again. They came out of nowhere uh, this week and they went on a purchasing spree. I, I feel like it happened or like the news, the news broke at night. I like I was already in bed. It was late and I, I, I found all of the stuff and I was like, holy moly. Uh, so, the, yeah, like I said, they went on a purchasing spree. Uh, Embracer Group has purchased limited run games. Uh, which they do all of those like sweet uh, collectors yeah, they did, editions. Yeah, they release they release like, like physical copies of games that are usually always digital only. Yes, um, they acquired Singtrix, uh, which is a company I'm not familiar with, but apparently they do some kind of vocal processing tech. Uh, they acquired Tuxedo Labs, which recently put out the game Teardown, uh, and they acquired. Tripwire Interactive, who does Killing Floor, um, which I, I know a lot of people like that one as well. But the big one, uh, which is not necessarily video game related, yeah, it, but it's it is way more than that. But it is, it is way more than that. More than that. It is uh, they bought the IP rights to the Lord of the Rings and more Middle Earth properties uh, from J.R.R. Tolkien. So, Alan. What do you think of uh, <laughs> the acquisition so, of, a, of your favorite so, movies, The Lord of the Rings? <laughs> the movies, the movies that I will not watch and the games that I played and didn't understand. Um, so from working third shift, I was actually awake when like the Embracer group like thing kicked off on Twitter. And it was like the only thing I saw. And I don't understand the hype behind it. Like I know buying the IP rights to Lord of the Rings and stuff is... Movies is is super huge like 
Like, people were flipping out, but it's like, okay, so Embracer owns Lord of the Rings. Okay, so there might be more Lord of the Rings stuff. Like, I this is a good I, thing. It's good. Yay. No, I, Go for it. Yeah, for me, the wildest part of this is the IP rights for Lord of the Rings, because we've known Embracer That's Group. Huge. We've been hearing about Embracer Group because they just keep buying game studios. That's what we know them for. And then to come out and not just get licensing rights. It isn't like a publishing partnership or whatever. They straight up bought the Lord of the Rings IP. Yeah. They can do one of the biggest IPs shows. One of the biggest IPs out there from J.R.R. Tolkien. And they came out and bought it. That's so random. But again, isn't but well, isn't it still like I I mean I'm not I'm not like a business person, but like it still isn't that isn't that a good thing? Because if Lord of the Rings is so successful, that's that's a really good thing for Embracer to good own. Good thing for them, yes. For them. But isn't it still good for us because is then they it? might make more Lord of the Rings content? Because if they I mean, own it, might they do something with it. They've been doing a good job using it. They've been doing a good job using the IP, whoever owned it before. Yeah, yeah, but there, there's yeah. that Golem game. There's a new Lord the of the Rings show that's on the way. Like there is, like it's not like it's a dead IP, and it you know it's been it, like we haven't had own? stuff. Um, I'm not sure who owned it exactly. I but um, what was but it, it? Does the estate? It's it it, it might have been the estate, but uh, it it it's just it's just it, yeah, it's such a huge IP that was is still relevant today. Like that, it. Th- I think that's what's kind of baffling. Yeah. The thing I want to point out uh, is is that we know Embracer Group from them buying up all the video games uh, or all you know all these studios and publishers and all of that stuff, and they've released a number of things. They've released a number of things quietly. Uh, or some things that maybe just don't pop, pop up on our radar. Yeah. But they've not only been buying video gig game stuff. They've also been heavily investing in uh, like the board game market. They they bought in uh, like some of like the major it, publishers in board games and tabletop stuff. Um, as a comic book nerd, they now own Dark Horse co- Comics. Yeah, uh, there's... If you guys know like Hellboy and stuff, that, yeah. that, that, that's all on it's, Dark Horse. It's not video game related, but like there's been a lot of giant purchases recently because I know I think it was a couple days ago. It was very recently. eBay actually bought uh, TCG for the collectible market. Not game related, but like, yeah, Embracer buying this, eBay buying TCG, like kind of it just big stuff being bought out. It feels to me like those chi- like those Chinese megacorps that you hear about or that we've mentioned here on the sh- show, like Tencent or NetEase. They just invest in everything, right? Like yeah. they, they just have a little bit of everything. And it, it in a weird way, I, it feels to me like that. Like here's a, a Western version of that, um, that they like they own comics and comic books publishers and tabletop stuff and video games and ip to uh the lord of the rings so now they can do merch and theme parks and all just what yeah Yeah. wow 
So according to gamedeveloper.biz, uh, the deal cost around $788 million. That's for That's all of it. A lot of money. For right. all of it, yes. Uh, there was uh, a couple, uh, there was one or two things in there that was undisclosed what the exact price was. I was going to say, do was. we know how much the Lord of the Rings section of, of that was? Because, like, that's got to be the biggest chunk of it, right? I, I, I don't know if that was one of the ones that they said. Let me see on their press release stuff here. Opening it up. Quick overall search, skimming it with my eyes, with my eyeballs. Um, I'm not seeing a price. Oh, uh, yeah. the parties have agreed not to dis- dis- disclose specific terms of the transaction due to mm. commercial reasons. Okay. So, uh, yeah, are and we that one sure was that for that's specifically. The... I mean, I mean, I, I'd have. Are we sure that they... that's for everything? Uh, according to the game developer biz, here's what they have. I mean, to regar- write. regardless of like the price or anything else, I because of how big you guys, you guys are saying Lord of the Rings is, that has to be like the fattest chunk of the buy. Yeah, because I'm looking at the. I was trying to figure out the history of the rights to the Lord of the Rings, and uh, apparently, uh, what's it called? The Soul Soul Sense Science enterprises owned the rights to Lord of the Rings and they put them up to up for sale this February. And so I'm reading this article and it said that it was projected to fetch at least $2 billion when it was being put up to sale, which sounds about right for an IP like Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Yeah. So Um, I'm guessing that it, it has to be somewhere around there and that that price doesn't include well, nice. Yeah, so it, it, might, it might not include that. But here's here's what uh, Chris Kerr at GameDeveloper.com uh, um, wrote. Uh, the company has announced a total of six acquisitions at a combined price of SEK $8.2 billion, which is around $788 million, uh, comprising four buyouts, one undisclosed deal, and one major intellectual property acquisition that will essentially grant it the keys to the world of Middle Earth. Hmm. So, wild. Because if if Lord of the Rings is included in that price, that will be the deal of the century. That getting yeah, it that, for um, for that steal. Um, interesting. There you go. So yeah, I, I don't have much else on it, but I mean that's a, a lot, lot of money. Yeah. They have been embraced. Speaking of though, uh, that b- b- brings us to like one point five here on the news stories. Embracer se- seemingly confirms that the Knights of the Old Republic remake is actually just changing developers. I think last we heard, it was delayed indefinitely. There was yeah. some issues. Uh, stuff like that so this is coming from pc gamer let's see who's writing this one uh, let me look up the name this is coming from tyler culp uh and they write despite a recent bloomberg report um that knights of the old republic remake was delayed indefinitely the game might still be on its way this year according to a financial report from embracer Garup. The IP-hungry parent company of the studios working on the game, one of the group's AAA projects has transitioned to another studio within the group. 
and that it isn't expecting any material delays for the title based on this transition. The company said the delay was to ensure the quality bar is where we need it to be for the title. That sure sounds like it could be the result of what Bloomberg called a studio shakeup after the project suddenly lost two directors after the higher-ups were unimpressed with a vertical slice or an internal demo to showcase the progress of the game. As a result, developers at the studio told Bloomberg they didn't expect it to come out until 2025. So potential good news for Star Wars fans there who want uh, the KOTOR remake. There did 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 you guys play the original one back in the day? Nope. I nope. I think the only Star Wars game I've ever played was Jedi Fallen Order. Oh wow! What am I? Yeah, first I'm not. Video I'm telling you, I'm not a Lord. I'm, games. I'm not. I'm not a Lord of the Rings fan, and I'm technically. I mean, I've seen the Star Wars movies. But I'm technically not a Star Wars fan. I was gonna say um, you 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 know those are two different IPs, right? <laughs> yeah, but, but like but like they're juggernauts in their field, though. Yeah, and don't worry, well, even though I'm not in, even though I'm not into Star Wars, I'm also not into Star Trek either. So don't don't think uh, I'm like I'm like pro Star Trek either. Uh, who cares about that? Uh, Star Wars Shadows of the Empire was one of my first video games on the N64. For me, it was mm-hmm. well. Now that you mentioned it was N sixty four, Star Wars Racer for the N sixty four. That was one a of my good friends one too. And then one that I had was Episode three for the PS two, which I liked so much. Even to this day, I, I sometimes go back and play it. Yeah, That's I don't. Cool. I don't. I don't I have anything on this squadron. I don't. <laughs> I, don't know, but... I don't really have anything on this story, but I mean, it's. I mean, I don't think we really, we don't know much of the KOTOR remake, do we? I don't think we know anything. So changing developers, I don't think really matters too much right now. Yeah. Uh, it was uh, being Aspire. remade by Aspire, yeah. Who yeah. I think uh, worked on, did, did they work on they the did, original? They like, did remasters. No. Aspire... They worked on something Star Wars. But I think related, that they though, right? mostly did re- remasters. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, Good because I remember it being a big thing that they were doing a remake, though. But still good. Still good. Well, let's move on. Because uh, Gamescom is happening now. Today. Yeah, today. it started today, the day that we are recording this. Opening Night Live had their opening night live right. that's, right. What, that's even, what it was even though <laughs> even though where i even though where i live because the time zone i like how it's opening night live but it like afternoon. it was daytime yeah. <laughs> yeah um yeah so let's go through all of the the stuff that they announced yeah. here uh they had a two-hour showcase celebration thing i i yeah j- showcase they had, is not they the had right like word. they had like awards premieres they they had stuff in there yeah, all all sorts yeah. of things. It was a good celebration, but if you were expecting just like a quick sh- showcase, uh, it was not that. Um, no, it was I, it was definitely not quick. I know when we got on the call to do the podcast, <laughs> Alan, yeah, you were like, yeah, I, I, I mean, like it was a- I like watched most of it. I 
Like we while we were doing like our running around, like while we were driving, I was watching opening night on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> Dedication, man. Like I was that. watching it, man. I wanted I wanted to see and I was at one point I was just so I was so like brain dead from like what I was watching. I was like, you know what? I'm not vibing and I closed the stream. I was like, we I was like, we yeah. out. Um I I had it on in the background because I was still at work. Uh so I got to see most of it, but some of it was just in the background here. Yeah. Um, yeah let's I go through some it. things. Let's go through some things. Uh one of the first big things is a new IP from an ex Rockstar developer uh from Build a Rocket Boy Games. They announced everywhere. Everywhere. Yep. Which I, I don't know about you guys, but seemed kind of like a Fortnite knock. Oh, oh, we, we, I don't know but, Fortnite. Before we actually go any further, we need to get one thing straight. This this like showcase, this event, opening night live. It was very very space focused. <laughs> yeah, like that. Well, to this the point was, that to the point it was, that it, they had someone from the space station. Yeah, literally in. this 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 event was like this was like this was like going to a theme park and it was just all all space. Like yeah, at one point at space. one point at one point a trailer popped up and my only reaction was a, another game in space. I mean, space yeah. is big. It's huge. There's yeah, cuz like for I cuz like I'm reading the little like write up <laughs> they have of everywhere and it's just based space. off the teaser trailer there's shooting, drivings, explosions, Command space. F. I'm like, space. come on, man. <laughs> Come on, man. Uh, yeah, everywhere. I don't know if if I would jump right to to saying it is kind of like Fortnite. They are going for an open world sandbox game yeah. where you can do a lot of things. We see different volumes. You see uh, a car going through a desert like place. Yeah, it seemed like there was going to be some racing aspects. It did seem like there was some like more open world style traversal where you could maybe yeah. team up uh, some of your friends. It looked like there was shooting. There was it, it, it just it, yeah, it looked like a big sandbox in a weird yeah. Yeah. way. Um, and then I, add to I the mystery at the end of the trailer where it just changes styles to a more cyberpunk kind of like yeah. game. Yeah, like a like a more realistic uncanny yeah. valley uh, style in there. So I yeah, I don't know what that means or what that is exactly. It's kind of a mystery, but it's I think one to keep an eye on. Um, shortly after that, uh, PlayStation uh, announced a new controller for the PlayStation Five. Let me get this Major guy started dude. and pulled up they, here so you guys I, can uh, see it. I I I can't. I'm now this controller, Kyle. Because if you when you get if you pull this up or something, I want this controller, but I'm only gonna buy it if it is announced to actually have a longer battery life. Oh, I don't know if it will. I I yeah, I I, I, I feel like the thing here is that it is customizable. It it is like the Xbox Elite controller yeah, where you can nice, but customize like, it. But like controllers are already so expensive. Like I feel like if I'm gonna invest money in a whole another controller with what I already have, I need more than just oh you can customize it. Like because I don't have a problem with the DualSense and any of its things now. Like right. I think it's fine. Right. Uh, and no, you're to, gonna to need be... a lot more than that considering the price of the Elite controller. My my yeah. guess is that it's gonna be priced somewhere around there. 
pretty expensive. Yeah, more than uh, just. To, to be yeah, clear, exactly. it's it's customizable in the, the the sense that you can like swap out the sticks and the yeah. the like the triggers. The triggers and, and stuff you can like change the the travel. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I don't think it's gonna be colors and stuff like that. I, I think it's still the, the PlayStation Five. Yeah colors white black and blue um so there is that uh next up we got a new trailer for dune awakening uh so, which seemed pretty cool i have a fun fun story about this really quick go for it so when we when we were first getting in the car i didn't watch the live stream for because because i saw i saw the trailer for everywhere right i saw mm-hmm. that one but then we had to leave so then I had to close the showcase out. So I actually missed the Dune Awakening trailer. And we're going to get to it later. But there was a game that looks very... There, there's a trailer for a game. I think it's like that the Atlas game or whatever. That looks sure, yeah. a lot like Forspoken. And I was making yeah. fun of that trailer with Amy's going, Oh, it's it's a Dune game because there's sand in it. It's not Dune, but what if it was Dune? And Amy tells me, she says, They're not going to make a game about Dune. And I was like... And I kind of laughed. So then... After Dude, the show ended, I was scrolling through the announcements and I saw this and I was like, and I was like, games. hey, guess what? Fucking look. Dune has a huge history in video gig games. Also, the, the, the whole there's a game. TS genre was started yeah. by a Dune yeah. video game. Yeah. <laughs> also, there is a Dune game. I don't know if it came out or it is coming out. Spice Wars. Yeah. Which, yeah, a new RTS set in, yeah. in yeah. the Dune world there so uh we got uh yeah that new trailer for uh dune awakening which looked pretty cool um we got open uh, world survival mmo mmo yeah we also got some new Uh, gameplay for the callisto protocol are either mm -hmm. of you excited for the callisto protocol i am yeah that's fun fun. i would i would be if i wasn't gonna play dead space you can play both yeah i'm i i don't i don't there's room for both <laughs> i don't i don't spend a lot of money on video games anymore and yeah, if i'm we'll buying back. and if i'm buying one or the other i'm buying dead space and not not callisto you can trade any back no did, what? did you just start pc gaming game pass not man not game yet. pass not yet <laughs> uh so we got a new trailer for that one uh lo- the lords of the fallen got a yeah, new trailer which is a and an sequel update. to lords of the fallen yeah uh, an update on the title of the game it is just the lords of the fallen uh that trailer looked really cool not my yeah, style cool. particularly but it looked great uh, yeah it looked cool i tried lords of the fallen once it wasn't my thing uh granted now that i played through elden ring and sekiro i might give this one a try mm-hmm. because it is it is kind of like a souls like game yes uh and it looks like they are targeting a 2023 release date for that moving out two got announced um that was in one of the sizzle reels uh they brought up hogwarts legacy got a new story trailer uh for that one yeah. i i was Man, Hawkeye. when he when 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 Jeff got on stage and was like, "All right, who's excited for Hogwarts Legacy?" I was like, "Oh no, please be good to him. Please be good to him." Not the 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 audience bought for it. Yeah, yeah. Thankfully, the they, they, they were like, "Woo, yeah!" I think uh, that they. I was like, "Oh man, that oh, that is uh, 
Yeah, you're that's that's a, a there, you're, my dude. Yeah, you're tossing a coin there <laughs> with the reaction, but they popped for that one way more than I think the other times that he did the same thing. It was the other thing he asked about that he was like, who else played this game? And the room was just silent. Was it Borderlands <laughs> that that Randy Pitchford came out and said, hey, it was a fan of Borderlands and it took them a while. I don't know if it was Borderlands. There was one time when someone, <laughs> someone I don't know if it was Jeff or not, that uh, who was excited or who was a fan of whatever and he took them a while. I to can't cheat. hear you. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, they showcased Howard Legacy. It was uh, a story trailer. It wasn't gameplay. And it confirmed... It showed, what... like, some gameplay. We've already seen gameplay, though. We've seen yeah. some stuff. Yeah, uh, we've I'm, seen some stuff, but I'm for me... I'm interested. Yeah, for me, the, the most important thing that, to get out of the trailer is that it is showing you that the what we had suspected, which was that it is going to tap more into the morality of it going from likeness to darkness, like kind of going That's cool. between yeah. that line. They show in the, in the trailer the characters pra practicing one of the forbidden spells, the cru mm -hmm. Cruciato spell. Yeah. There you go. Uh, that after that, excited. we got a trailer or a, 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 a reveal trailer for New Tales from the Borderlands. That is exactly what it is called new tales from the borderlands um and it looks like uh it'll be released on october 21st yeah not from Telltale. this one is being made by by uh gearbox correct yes um that is an important distinction there mm -hmm. uh we talked a bunch about dying light 2 earlier on that is getting uh an expansion called stay human um the, that'll be out october 13th of this year yeah like a coliseum uh, a trailer arena thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. it, it didn't give me much story expansion vibes no yeah, it's it, probably it just was, gonna be like a way to just have more combat and just everything yeah else. it was very much like hey you're in a coliseum fight yeah pretty much since like there was much of a story there yeah they showed off Kinda another pirate it. game called Tortuga, a pirate's tale. Not much is yeah. really known about that one. Um, More of a strategy game. Yes. And then Marauders, uh, which is a tactical first-person shooter, will be entering early access this October. Um, Sonic Frontiers, officially confirmed for November. November Alan, how you feeling? I... This was this was honestly probably the one thing I was the most excited for. This was the one thing that actually had me tuned into opening light because I wanted to see it. And at least on Twitter, I seen reactions of people going, you know, I'm starting to vibe with Frontiers. You know, it's starting to look good. You yeah. know, I'm I, I kind of believe it. And it's like, man, I fucking believed in it from the beginning. Well, they <laughs> they showed way more here than they have yeah, they, ever shown. They they, they did. showed I, different volumes this time. Yeah, we got. We actually playing. got to. We finally got to hear Sonic talk. We saw Amy Rose. We saw quite a bit more like actual cool stuff in the game. Unlike, I think the worst part is Sonic Frontiers. When we had the first big like first look from IGN at Frontiers, it did not do well. It did not make Frontiers look good. So it really it needed empty. more things like yeah. this to make the game actually look great. And I'm excited. Will yeah, it actually hit? Cool. No Will it actually hit November eighth? I'm kind of iffy on, but I believe. Now, Alan, if it hits November 8th, what are you playing? 
Sonic Frontiers or God of War? Sonic Frontiers. I fucking cave human. <laughs> listen, he, listen, Ignacio. All right. He Ignacio. will play God of War if I, you beat uh, Digimon Survive by November 8th. Yeah, if you if you beat Survive <laughs> by before Ragnarok comes out, I will play Rag, Ragnarok first. Now, funny story. Went to GameStop today because we swung, we swung by there, right? I went in there and I was going to pre-order Sonic Frontiers. Pre-orders were not available, but God of no. War Ragnarok pre-orders were available and I said no. Wow. Wow. Uh, Some gamer, right? Yeah, right? Ouch. Mm. <laughs> Good stuff. Calls himself a Sony fan. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, I've been I'll still play it. I'm still going to play it, Ignacio. Here. And actually, like, this trailer did actually get me more interested in this Sonic game yeah, here. Too. So, yeah, it definitely needed a trailer like this. Yes. Indeed. And you guys are forgetting that we finally got to hear Sonic say something. Did that we? I don't care much about. To be honest, I, I did oh. just give. But Sonic, a- anyways, Sonic spoke. Sonic Frontiers will be out November 8th. That's when you guys can play that. Uh, after that, we got a new reveal from Quantic Dream called Under the Waves uh, in Parallel Studio. Um, they were, they, it's a collaboration on that. Uh, not sure exactly what it is. Some like underwater exploration narrative game. Yeah, it it interesting. In 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 my experience of watching Open Night Live, I had two. I mean, I had three. I had three problems. One personally, there was too much space, and I'm not. I'm just not a fan of that setting and and stuff like that. A lot of stuff we saw, we either didn't see enough to really sell us on a game, and there were a couple of trailers that were just mainly CG. And I've said this on prior episodes of the podcast, but I, now that I'm older, I can't stand CG trailers. Like, I, I hate them. That's fair. Totally mm-hmm. fair. Mm-hmm. Um, up next, Goat Simulator 3 got its first gameplay. Uh, this is basically Chaos Simulator. K- it's it's um, Chaos the video game. It yeah. really is. Uh, that is releasing November 17th. Uh, so after you've beaten God of War, uh, you can skip Sonic and go straight to Goat Simulator 3 uh, and have Alan yell at you. So great experience. I will, I will personally come knock on your door and, tell, and just tell you <laughs> what are you doing. Uh, after that, Return to Monkey Island got a new trailer uh, that will be, that'll be here uh, September 19th is the release date of that one um i i am not particularly fond or of or nostalgic for those games i've never played them but i know a lot of people really like them there uh there's a new game from the developer of subnautica um unknown worlds uh has announced a digital tabletop strategy game and it looks like you can you can paint all of the 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 pieces the miniatures in there i thought that was kind of neat um let's see friends versus friends is a new uh colorful card deck based shooter so if you guys like card games uh and shooters and indie art styles that look like cartoons and stuff like that that could be of interest to you Lies of P 
is a new Souls-like set in a dark bell epic world. I, I don't know what bell epic means exactly. Epoch. Yeah, but it's 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 based off Pinocchio. Yep. Which is super weird. Yep. Yeah. Interesting yep. though. Like that that like mentioning that though gets me to be like what is that? Like t- tell me more. What I just that's so, it's so weird, so bizarre. Yeah. I I'm, mean, I my my favorite thing of the Lies of P is that like it gives me like it gives me like fairly good like Bloodborne vibes because yeah. As Bloodborne fans, we're never gonna get that PSI enhanced version, so we're we're just gonna we're just gonna you know this is fine. This is yeah. how we cope. This is our copium. I mean, Pinocchio aside, it, it looked like a very good game, a very yeah. good Souls like game. Very beautiful, combat looked fun, interesting world. So I'm, I'm excited for this one. Like cool. I just I can't get over that bridge section from the trailer that literally looks like the Yarnum Bridge from Bloodborne. Like it's <laughs> it's like legit kind of like. It's wearing its influence right on its sleeve. Like, it's not even trying to hide it. <laughs> After that, uh, we got a cinematic trailer for Stranded, Alien Dawn, uh, which uh, they are describing as a planet survival sim. Um, and then after that, I think this is the trailer uh, that you were talking about that had all this hand. Uh, Atlas Fallen. Yes. Um, yeah, that was the Dune lookalike or the Forsaken lookalike. Right, yeah. Uh, yeah this is from really. Focus Home Interactive, uh, a new g- game from Deck 13 where players' primary weapon is sand. So Anakin Skywalker, watch out. Uh, so I'm, I'm telling is... you, though, you saw all that sand. You can see why I thought this might have been a dude game somehow. <laughs> uh, the trailer showed two warriors fighting Monster Hunter-style uh beasts using shape-shifting weapons made of sand and sand-based abilities so there you go i don't know what to expect that one uh after that we got some new gameplay for homeworld 3 blackbird's interactive or blackbird interactives upcoming real-time strategy game uh had a little bit of a short deep dive here the various scenarios all that stuff um genshin impact one of ignacio's new favorite games i getting in 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 an update here 3.0 yeah Yeah. i I, so i figured the genshin show was an update but like it didn't like i don't play genshin so it didn't come off very obvious to me so i'm watching it and all i thought was are they just are they just showing us genshin impact like why is (laughs) yeah it has new characters new powers and a new region called sumeru yeah yeah Probably yeah like just I, showing off the region and the new character yeah you can get. i don't i don't because i don't play genshin i saw this and i was like why are we just showing a trailer for genshin i was like isn't this like because i don't play it i was like is this new it's just it's just genshin <laughs> yeah uh we got a, a new reveal from the developers of job simulator vr uh, Alchemy Labs unveiled their new VR g- 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 game, and on this roundup that I'm looking at here on IG- IGN, very weird team. They, they said, "Yeah, we don't really know what it's about, <laughs> yeah. but it appears to be something to do with eating." But it was a given... very weird way to showcase a game, and there's uh... also no title yet. The, like, no title hmm. has been revealed. Well, yet. I, I didn't even know that it, they were going. 
it was meant to be showcased in that game because if you hadn't haven't watched yeah. it, it was just three friends, uh, and this is all real life live action stuff. Three friends, all in different places, all with their Oculus Quests, and one of them was going to eat was... something, but something in the in the virtual world. But you do not see it. You only see her live action, and then you have it a was a, telling her it was not a very it. Yeah, it was weird. a very fucking weird trailer. Weird, yeah. Um, going back to Genshin Impact, kind of uh, from the same developers, uh, they announced uh, they they had a a story trailer for their new game, um, which is called Honkai Star Rail. Uh, the trailer shows us a main character seemingly having a nightmare about his past, in which a voice tells him of five people, three must pay a price. So, All by riding on a train in space. Mm-hmm. Good old space. Uh, after that, we got a new gameplay trailer for High on Life, uh, uh. which they they announced this game a while back. And I have to say, I was very, very interested in the game when they announced it i didn't get to watch this full trailer but it was on oh the background i Are thought it sounded terribly yeah oh my god this <laughs> this was the trailer that i this was the last thing i watched and after i saw i sat through and watched this and after the after before this was even over i was like i'm i'm fucking done that this, being said this i like the, the, the concept the vr trailer was probably the most weird trailer i think high in life probably had the fucking worst trailer at the whole thing like this high on life i didn't hear this game before now this game looks fucking terrible i see i i'm i'm interested in the concept i like i i like it i think what they're trying to do is interesting i think it's funny i think it could be a neat spin on the stuff i just i it felt like this was a trailer that like leaks online and the effects aren't done or like the the the, the sound isn't there completely it was just like and, ah, dude this did, like i and the wasn't trailer fully was paying attention so the trailer was the trailer was long oh my it god it did go on for a little, this, little this, bit yeah this was um, i i so i I, I i love i love jeff keely i think he does a great job but when he mentioned this game and he goes and he goes oh my god this game's got talking guns and it's you're gonna love this game like it's crazy check it out and i watch it i was like i was like dude this this is this this is ass it kind of slowed things ass. down unfortunately ass, see it was i was so done bad. i was Ignacio just walked away from the podcast i was who knows what he's i was done i was done after this trailer like i think i watched this trailer and then i thought i watched one more and i was like yeah i'm done i'm out i stopped yeah. watching uh up next Though we got a new trailer and a release window uh, for the upcoming expanse, or from the, for the for the expanse, uh, which is the Telltale Games' new game uh, that is coming summer twenty twenty three. I love the expanse. The show is fantastic. Hmm. I will kind of go back and read the books at some point. Um, yeah. I'm I'm super stoked for this this game here, and I believe this is a prequel uh, to uh, what was in the show. So okay. I'm excited about that. So 
Uh, up next, one I did not expect to hear or did not know that this was a thing, uh, but apparently they're making a video game out of killer cl clowns from outer space, which I kid you not, I watched. I watched the movie of like two weeks ago. And, and, and so this, this just, was for you. This was for you. Was not expecting it to ever enter my consciousness ever again. And, and, <laughs> and here it was: killer clowns from outer space. And of um, course, as you said, the game had to be where in space, right? Yeah. Well, it, it's set on Earth, but the clowns yeah. are from clowns are outer space. 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 They've space. invaded. Um, so I'm telling and, you, this this the show had a, had a theme. This seems I it, it's a three versus seven uh, multiplayer game that will uh, be coming out in early 2023. So there you could go. Uh, but speaking of space, we got another space game after that. Scars Above got a new cinematic trailer. Um, this uh, it looks like a, a dark sci-fi action game. Uh, Something about an alien structure appearing above Earth and human explorers coping with the nightmares. That's what this right up here on IGN is saying. Um, I don't know what that means, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I I don't know. Mo mostly CG, some gameplay, just a another standard yes. third person shooter looks very uninspired to me personally. Yeah. Um. After that, the, they announced a former Bethesda developer is working on a new RPG uh, called Word Song. And it's spelled weird. Yeah. W-Y-R-D-S-O-N-G. Um, it was just a brief tease. Um, and it, it's set in a dark fictional version of historical Portugal. That's inter interesting. I mean, I watched the trailer for this afterwards, and like it looks interesting. But I agree with a friend of the show, Amaze Hobbs. I mm -hmm. I need I needed to see more. I didn't cool. see enough to really be like yes. That that's at least a good thing when you're you're left interested and it's like I at least want to know more, right? Yeah, yeah, always a good thing. Good stuff. Uh, if you are a fan of Age of Empires 4, there's a new expansion. Is it out or is it coming out? I'm not sure. Uh, um, it, it looks like it was announced uh, that will feature yeah. uh, the Ottomans and the Malians. Uh, so be yeah. on the lookout for that. Uh, Gotham Knights got a new trailer. Uh, I know they've been releasing some gameplay here and there over the past month or so. Uh, they also moved up the release date. Uh, it was, I think, at the end of October. It's now October it was, 21st. It was, was on the November, 25th. Right? No, it wasn't the October 25th, if I'm not mistaken. Okay, so they're moving it up four days then. Yeah. Um, October 21st is when you can play that game. I'm super excited for that one. Mm. Um, let's see. Where Wind Meets is an open world set in medieval China. Uh, this one looks great. Yeah, this one had an interesting trailer. Uh, showed off the game's environments, gameplay, hunting combat. There's horseback riding. This, this one looked a lot like Ghosts of Tsushima. 
almost yeah it, mixed it, with... it was very much uh like a chinese ghost of tsushima yes yeah it, it, it looked like that uh maybe with some god of war thrown in there in the way that you like are fighting these like bigger monsters uh ish something like that i i don't want to say souls like because i i don't think it was souls like but um uh, there there were some interesting cr- creatures and fights in there too yeah. but some uh, some assassin's creed ghosts of shoes uh, ghosts of tsushima mixed in there yeah uh hideo kojima appeared because of course he did um uh, if it is to kill you that's yeah, a, a good chance Kuchi it was a video he wasn't there in person um mm. but he is starting another podcast do we know if this is a different podcast from the one he started a while back i thought this was or a this new this, podcast is this the same one because he he started one a while back but it was only in japanese um oh and I, I don't, don't know, I, I don't know if they got very far on that podcast, but uh, he announced that he is creating a podcast called Brain Structure, um, and it will be available in both English and Japanese, and the first one will be available September 8th. So go subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And while I you're there, be only Spotify. go subscribe. Yeah, I, I, I believe he did say it was exclusive to Spotify, yes. Well, go subscribe on Spotify, and while you're there, go subscribe to all the whatnot stuff. That'd be great. Mm-hmm. Um, after that, uh, Park Beyond, we got a new amusement park simulator. Uh, it seems like this g- g- gives you a lot more granular control on how you want to build your roller coasters. Are they leaning from side to side as it does the loop-de-loop and all that stuff? Uh, could be interesting if you are into those kind of sims i'm i'm gonna skip this oh come on it's a fun one it's it is a fun one mini announced a yeah kind of thing ace men mini mini announced i partnership with pokemon for for a new mini cooper uh it looks like a bulbasaur it has a a round screen in in the in the dashboard which i thought was very weird the dashboard itself has, I think, LED panels. If not, uh, it's projected, and it has a projector at the front of the car, where you can project movies and stuff. So weird. It's so weird, but it looked cool. Hat memory forgetting hashtag big love. Uh, <laughs> okay, from the whatever. Anyways, uh, <laughs> after that, uh, Phantom Hellcat. Um, from a brand new developer called Ironbird Creations. Uh, this is a 2D, 3D hack and slash. Maybe something Alan is interested in? I don't yeah, know. I, didn't, I didn't watch this one yet. I was still okay. working my way through the trailers. I haven't seen this one yet, but from that description, sounds pretty good. Yeah, cool. it looks cool. Uh, after that, Warhammer 40k Dark Tide got a new trailer. Um, they revealed all the customization uh, that will be available in the game ahead of its release date, which I believe is coming soon. Okay. Okay. okay yeah. Watching this trailer for Hellcat. Yeah, it looks pretty good. Good. Looks <laughs> looks good. Uh, Dorf Romantic. I I don't know what that is. Is coming to Switch. 
Um, the game has an overwhelmingly positive rating on Steam following its initial release in April. I don't know much about PC games, but I know having an overwhelmingly positive oh. uh, review score on Steam is rare indeed. Uh, so, yeah. Dorfromantic. It's spelled D O R F R O M A N T I K. Yeah, it Come looks switch. like a more chill, simplified version of a, like a civilization game where you are building out I'm looking it up a town, here. I guess, uh, a region. You can build a forest, lakes, uh, houses, and all that, all with a hexagon grid. You can build rails. I just fine. pulled the trailer up for those of y'all watching the YouTube version. Yeah, it looks like like these, town uh... builder simulator thing. Mm -hmm. Like a more advanced Catan. Kind of, mm -hmm. yeah. But it it, it, it it looks real chill, looks calm. Um, you like just, yeah, like mapping out your your town and getting into sim yeah. games that one that yeah one not, could be good. not and uh don't don't vibe with these kind of games personally yeah, not for me personally but hey overwhelmingly positive on steam that's that's saying something so yeah. there you go um okay let's see let me go back to my notes over here black tales latest trailer shows the good and evil of witchcraft uh, a game about witchcraft and the legend of Baba Yaga. Interesting. So a John Wick game. Yeah. Uh, the Outlast Trial gets a creepy new trailer. I, I got a feeling you, you guys haven't watched John Wick. No. I, nope. no. Um, uh, they call him the Baba Yaga. I'm sorry. Uh, I mean, the Moving Baba on. Yaga is, has been around a lot longer than know, John Wick. So. You guys didn't get the joke again. Um, the Outcast trial got a new trailer. Uh, th this looks like a real creepy, scary one. Uh, it'll be like the looks like a sample of the game will be out on October 28th through November 1st. So around Halloween right there, it looks like you can play like a demo slice of the game. Um, mm -hmm. that looks like that. Yeah, hell, that, this that looks, looks like a closed right beta. Uh, hell no. Hell no. They can, they can skip me. I don't <laughs> want none of that. Kyle doesn't like his scary games. You already know this. What? You should know that. What are you talking about? Uh, X Battlefield devs new shooter revealed. The finals is what it's called. Embark, a new studio created by X Battlefield developers has teased the finals a new competitive shooter um looks like it's wrapped in a game show format very quick tease uh full reveal coming in september so there you go uh and yeah that was it finals. guys there's that there was nothing else announced wait Kyle. there's nothing one more thing yeah. what one more what thing. do you mean did 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 something rise from the dead ignacio something literally. we More like we didn't think was gonna under. be here <laughs> literally literally yeah uh last but not least we got the official but we, we we finally got the official reveal of dead island 2 
I we got a new trailer. The, the last time we saw this game was yeah. eight years ago. So I was I was scrolling through Twitter before the show started, and I saw a tweet from the Dead Island Two developers, and their caption to the video of the trailer was, "Yes, these last four years have been dedicated to this game," and it's like, and it's like, wait, wait, huh. what? The last four years. So before we actually started the podcast today, I even mentioned that we haven't seen Dead Island Two for like six years. But I actually went on YouTube and looked it up. We saw Dead Island 2 at E3 2014. Eight years ago. Uh, Let me see. I'm going to pull up the trailer here for everyone. Eight years ago. And the game is finally back. That means means we we saw Dead Island 2. We saw that trailer. I think the year was it the year after the PS4 launched. Yeah. And now here we are getting it a few was years that, into the PS5. Was life. it 2014 or 2015 where we got the Kingdom Hearts 3 review? Oh, I think God, that was 2015. Well, it might have been 13. 13 or 15 maybe. Yeah. Uh that's that's still a long gap. Like I don't I don't even remember like I, I know people are excited for it, but, like, are people, like, really excited? Because, like, I know Dead Island 1 was still loved, but it wasn't, like, a great game. Yeah, no, it, it was very much, like, in that double A area, I would say, of, of games. Yeah. And it is interesting seeing it now, right after playing Dying Light 2, because... Ignacio, Dying you... Light. Really quick, the Kingdom Hearts three trailer because I looked it up. Are you talking about that the very first one where Sora picks where, up the keyblade? From yeah, the where he is in the, in the island. That was E three twenty thirteen. Okay, twenty thirteen. Yeah, that no, never mind. Uh, where I was going well, was is that uh yeah we haven't seen the Dead Island two in eight years and now right after having played Dying, Dying Light two. Uh, it is interesting seeing the game here because it, it reminds me a lot of that game now. But the problem is that Dying Light came out as an, I don't know, a spiritual successor to Dead Island in a way. But the the added thing that they did for the game was mixing Dead Island with kind of like Mirror's Edge. And that's how we got the, yeah, parkour, the parkour of Dying yeah. Light. Yeah. And so... Seeing this game now, I feel like I'm gonna miss a lot the the parkour. I, yeah, because I, I know because I know Dead Island because Dead Island Dead Island One and Dying Light's combat, like their combat, is like the combat looks very they're, similar. They're they're almost identical. Yeah, but the the thing is, really have the parkour that that Dying Light Two brought or Dying Light brought to the uh, I, to the mix. But then that just kind of is kind of weird because then it feels like it's just kind of fighting because like. Dying, Dying Light Two and Dying Light One were still really good because they're beloved of how they combined it. Like, if Dead Island Two is gonna have the parkour, then it's just gonna be, oh, it's just gonna be like, in a way, it would be like an inferior Dying Light Two. Yeah, see, I, see, and that, I think where that's no, that's where I'm coming from because looking at this, it reminds me a lot of Dying Light Two. And if I get there and there is no parkour, I'm gonna feel like, oh, it feels see, like an inferior thing to what I just played. See, I, I view them as really different games. Like, Dying Light 2, to me, is about the parkour, less about 
the like killing and destruction and like all the weapons you can use like where whereas dead island is more about the the creative weapons the destruction like the the crazy kills like that's the, so I I that's what I'm hoping but, this game will do and what they will double down on is but just even, like just all the wild ways you can murder some zombies. But even then, it still might be competition because like Kyle, oh, sure. I, I agree. I agree with you. Dying Light 2 is kind of more about the weapons and the explosions. But the thing is, Dying Light 2 is, is has more emphasis on like the parkour, but it's not even just the parkour. It's actually how your parkour interacts with how you actually fight as well like yeah the parkour is also an, an, another form or an extension of the combat yeah, yeah like i'm seeing here there's a part in the trailer where you're fighting zombies but there is a truck right behind the zombies and my reaction to that in the game would be oh i'm gonna go jump up top the the truck and then jump from there down to the zombies and kick them in the face while i'm going down and stuff like that yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's why I mean I think in, these games in the Dead Island Two trailer, there's also, there's also a part where he, where he drop drop kicks an enemy, which yeah. is literally in Dying Light Two. Yeah. So oh. it it's gonna be really interesting how this game well, guns are up. literally in Fortnite. So is this a a, a copy of Fortnite? Uh, yeah, actually, yeah, actually, it is. Where's speaking is, of guns, Alan, Goku, since you you played, apparently you went through all of Dying Light Two. Did Dying Light Two have guns? Not. Really, Dying Light Dead One Island... had guns, but I, I never saw a gun in Dying Light Two. Dying Light Two has, I think it has a gun. I I re- I'm pretty sure I remember having a gun at one point, but it's not mm. like it's mainly just about like the weapons that you forge and craft together. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. the yeah, Dying Light Two is definitely more focused on shooting, so it's definitely gonna have more more yeah. guns, which technically gives it a little bit different of a spin than Dying Light. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I I don't know how much it's gonna separate itself because I feel like at this point they're both gonna come out and it's gonna be it's gonna be do you are you more combat oriented Dead Island are you more parkour oriented Dying Light I feel like that's gonna be yeah. the that mm-hmm. will be the split yes yeah absolutely mm-hmm. yeah. absolutely uh, so yeah that was the last big reveal of course uh, it, it got a a trailer it got a gameplay trailer. And it'll be out February third, twenty twenty three. Hey, so be on the lookout for all. Oh, of that. I missed that. Yeah, February I didn't 3rd. know that he had a really date. Wow. Okay, February third. Uh, yeah. so they also mentioned that there will be six playable characters. Um, they described it as pulpy and irreverent in tone. Um, so good, interesting stuff there. It's good stuff. Uh, but that was Gamescom. That was a, a roundup of everything they announced at the opening night live. Uh, there will be more showcases in the next day or two here. Um, so we will uh, be back next week to talk about all of that stuff. Um, but you guys have any other kind of final thoughts on Gamescom? I thought it was, it was a fine showcase since I, I, it seems that I'm the only one that watched all of it. It was a fine showcase. It was finely paced. It wasn't greatly paced because it, it still had the thing where they would have uh, some developers come in and talk about the game, which I'm not always yeah. a fan of. To me, it's very rare that it, they do it in a way that I like. And then they also tried to include the 
kind of the the award game the awards portion kind of yeah the award section was kind of was kind of a little joke. was a little off i didn't i didn't really like that part yeah but other than that i thought that, that it was finely paced cool. yeah yeah i i i thought it was good too it was a good celebration of stuff i wouldn't really yeah. call this a showcase right it's just uh let's let's have right. some fun let's kick right. off games come you know so i never ever go that far uh well let's move on uh we got the mpd numbers for july here um let's dive into these real quick uh top 10 games i, I can best take it you want. games yeah go for you've been talking about for, for a while now. thank you uh i think we'll just jump into the top 10 games for the month of july cool so at number 10 we have f122 number nine we have minecraft at number eight, Alan, a new one, Digimon Survive. Yep, Digimon Survive was number eight, which was number eight. Uh, it's that wild, just shows though. you that just shows you the IP sells numbers for a yeah. very lackluster game. Oh my fucking god, Alan! See, I, I haven't finished it, and uh, I don't know if you're right or wrong, but for right now, I'm gonna say you're I'm, fucking no, wrong. I'm right. <laughs> At number seven, we have Mario Kart Eight, still going, which. Do you know when Mario Kart 8 originally came out? 2017. No, wait, 8. Are you sure? I think we're talking about... I think this is 8 Deluxe, which was 2017. If you're talking about the Wii U game... I, I'm talking uh, about when Mario Kart 8 originally came out. How long we've had this one game? 2014, 13? It is 2014. This has still been yeah. in like the top 10 cells. Yep. For eight years as well. Yeah. Wow. It's insane. At number six, we have uh, MLB The Show 22. At number five, Call of Duty Vanguard. At number four, Alan. Another one for you, Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Haven't played it yet, but I'm so excited. It deserves it, honestly. It's a Doesn't very hyped like love franchise. Excited. Doesn't He's sound been like watching the boys. Listen, listen, I should have started this first. <laughs> And number three, Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga. Still in, in the top ten and that high up. And number two, Elden oh, Ring, still going strong. Hell yeah. Came out, what, February? Or I've... in uh, July? Still no, going strong, number no, two. No, February, February or March it came out. Yeah. I think it was February. Uh, anyway, and number one, a wild one. Multiverses. It was February, Ignacio. I'm calling bullshit on this one. Yeah, because it's free. Sell a free game. Well, it's free. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, multiverse well, 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 whatever. We can we can get into that. Uh, here they they have a section for multiverses <laughs> taking gold, and it says according to Matt Piscatella, these sales were driven by the sales of the game's founders pack. Correct. Yeah. Mm. Not just the the free to play downloaded and, and uh, portion. Multiverses has occurred over ten million pay- players since launch across all platforms. Correction on that: we have this lighter down in there. They've already accrued over twenty million players. Uh, d- yeah, I, so wild. I only want to point out that leading up, to, I'm I'm going to go back to the stuff that was uh, the games that I played. Um, I want to point out that leading up to Chronicles 3 and Digimon Survive's release date, 
I made this I made the statement saying that more people were excited and Chronicles 3 was gonna do better than Digimon. And Ignacio told me, I don't see anybody excited for Xenoblade. I see everybody excited yep. for Digimon. Well, yeah. look at who, look at what people fucking bought for the month of July, Ignacio. <laughs> yeah, well, when you have fucking people like you saying Digimon is a bad game, what do you expect? <laughs> Listen, oh, well. you can't you can't handle the truth. I am. No, wait, that's, that's not what we can say. Uh, anyways, uh, that's it for the MPDs for July. Uh, only thing that I want to point out. That uh, the best ten, 10 best selling games of the last 12 months, Elden Ring is still number one, and Call of Duty Vanguard is number two. Ah, nice. And cool. for the year so far, Elden Ring number one, Lego Star Wars number two, and Pokemon Legends Arceus is at number three. Yeah. Mm. Game's good. Okay. Yeah. Anyways, that's it for the news. Uh, we're going to jump right into our new and notable section. All right. Got a good list for you today. Uh, Nintendo has announced a Treehouse Live event for August 25th, and it's going to feature Splatoon 3 and Harvest Stella, which is really cool. We're going to see one last big look at Splatoon 3, considering the game comes out on September 9th. So our last deep look at Splatoon 3 before its release. Also, just want to point out that that treehouse will have already happened by the time this podcast goes public. So, yeah, <laughs> I forget it goes live on like Thursdays. So, yeah, uh, next up, there's Bloodstained Ritual of the Night is going to get a crossover with Journey, the game made by that game company, which features a new level and a new boss. And it comes out when this podcast was recorded on August 23rd. Yeah. It is available so is that, now. Is it that Journey or the band? Yes. Yeah, it, no, it that is the Journey. journey yeah, that wow. is that one with, the, with all the sand. Yeah, wow. Um, Death Stranding is now available on PC Game Pass. There you, you can, go. Good you game. You can play that and and get ready. You can also listen to Kojima's podcast. Um, yeah. Pac-Man World Repack. <laughs> Hold on a sec. How amazing would that be it, when when you're like walking with all those packages? You oh, press you that hill to... instead of the song that plays. That's like, wow, this is so cool. Well, it's like, Hi, I'm Kojima. This is my podcast. Uh... <laughs> well, if you remember, if you guys have played MGS4, there is a Kojima podcast in the game in MGS4. So it wouldn't be unprecedented. Yeah, you can't listen so to funny. a podcast I've, in MGS4. I've, I've only ever played uh, Phantom Pain. I never played any other MGS game. Oh, oh my fucking! God. <laughs> anyway, what's up with you? What's your life? <laughs> Who did you wrong? Why are you like this? I don't <laughs> listen, Ignacio. I'm a hurt man. There's no fixing me at this point. You uh, can fix it. You can please. <laughs> Do all the Metal Gears. I just did it. Remember all those podcasts that Ignacio played the Metal Gear games and he was like breaking them down in excruciating detail? That was my first time ever hearing about the games that much. Good God. <laughs> Anyways. Good God. All right. All right. So Pac-Man World Repack launches on August 26th for PS4, PS5, the Xbox Series X and the S, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. Also on the 26th of August, Soul Hackers 2 releases on all of the same platforms, excluding the Switch. Destroy All Humans 2 uh, Reprobed <laughs> launches on PS5, Xbox Series X and S, Xbox One, and PC, and that is on August 30th. 
No PS4. Does not say that. Yeah. Um, Immortality launches on iOS, Android, PC, Xbox Series X and S, and that is on the 30th of August as well. Also on the 30th, we have Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles The Kawabunga Collection for pretty much every modern console except uh, Stadia. So it's not on Stadia, but it's on everything else. Yeah, take that, Stadia. Take that, Stadia. <laughs> uh, how do you put is What is this? Tin, ti, tinykin? Tinykin. 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 Releases on PS4, Switch, or Xbox One, Switch, and PC, also on August 30th. If you guys are a fan of Pikmin, uh, you should check Tinykin. out Tinykin. Yeah. Tinykin. Uh, on September 1st, uh, Oblitz, or Ooblitz, Ooblitz, launches on Xbox One and Switch and the PC. This is like a Pokemon-like. Uh-oh. Uh, Lego Brawls releases for PS4, PS5, Xbox Series X, and S, the one, Switch, and PC. This is on September 2nd. Everything's coming out one day after another. Let's go. Um, Made in the Abyss, Binary Stars Falling into Darkness. Releases on PS4, Switch, and PC. This is on September 2nd. And then I... A game that you might not have heard of before, um, launching brand new, uh, Last of Us Part 1, I guess, never heard of this game, uh, comes out for PS5 on September 2nd. A full $70, no upgrade option available, friends. Take that. Yep. Take that, consumer. Get fucked. <laughs> uh, the Game Awards, they're happening. Thursday, December 8th. Let's go. Elden Ring, Game of the Year. Could be. And... The last smaller point is coming early 2023. No window, no month, nothing is the PSVR 2. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Not sure I'm going to buy that, but you got if you're going to buy it, you got plenty of time to save money to buy it whenever it releases. But that takes all of our new and notable, wraps them in a nice little box, and makes them old and noted, and we're going to shelve it into the closet. So Kyle, take us into the lightning round. <laughs> Hey, good news. Hi. The official PlayStation PC website is now live. Alan says now you are going to become a PC player. This is good news for you. Yeah, this is... Uh, it, they waited for me to make the jump to PC. PlayStation was just like, fuck, we got to keep them. Yeah. Launch, launch the website. <laughs> launch the website. Uh, speaking of Sony, Sony is being sued by 5 billion pounds. They're roughly being sold by? Sued by 5 billion pounds. <laughs> roughly $5.9 billion over the price of its online PlayStation Store prices. With the plaintiff claiming that Sony is overcharging consumers and abusing its position as a primary seller of PlayStation games digitally. So, mm, Alan, uh, I'm guessing this is you suing Sony uh, after the, the price of the Last of Us Part 1 game? Yeah, I you know, I I don't know. I I I've never actually heard of this and I'm trying to think of like for its online store prices like isn't games go on sale all the time? Like we have also have games that come out Yeah, for, like, I don't cheaper. know. I don't I know don't, if this will hold water. Yeah, I don't know where this came from. Like the only real the only real problem I see with PlayStation charging stuff is obviously the think... the big one is Last of Us Part 1 being 70 and I know the debacle of Sony's like 
kind of sketchy upgrade purchasing plans but that's what but like that technically fits because they just made it they now have like an iron system where like oh it's just ten dollars nothing else which i mean i don't feel like that's unfair considering you're just upgrading the ps5 version for 10 bucks which isn't like outlandish so i'm not really sure what's being overcharged i'm wondering if if this is more to do with like hey you're charging the same amount for physical and digital uh, I like well, I, digital maybe should be cheaper because you're just giving me a file like you don't have to pay but, for that I, but then no, I see, I, cd or who knows what but can I, you can you complain about the nintendo switch because there are digital sales like no, I, like never fucking goes on sale i think that price. this this is more of a i have an opportunity to make a case to sue sony more than someone actually feeling like they have been wrong because I'm sure that they're going to use the argument of, of hey, Sony, the, the PlayStation Store is the only way to get, uh, to get games on the PlayStation, and you are basically creating a mono, uh, monopoly, monopoly. Yeah. on the store, and I think that these prices are unfair, which is an argument that was used in a way with Microsoft at some point for, was it Microsoft or was it is Apple it? That, that got sued for, for something like that? But is, it, but is it probably all can of them still, let's you be can honest. still buy you can still buy a lot of you can buy like sony's exclusive or specific games physically as well they're not only the, digitally yeah but right I, but they like they're specifically c- c- complaining like hey this is the only place to get them digitally uh, oh. and granted you can sue people for many reasons and you won't only but, always be right on it and i think that this is more of someone trying yeah. to get one over sony but trying to use the argument of of the monopoly i i know it's throwing shade at nintendo but like the argument against it's the only place to buy it for sony's digitally like that that doesn't hold water because you can only buy nintendo's games yeah. digitally that, that, on nintendo's eShop as well that that's the thing it will see poke if, a hole in that adds to it say like oh well if more video game companies are doing it if if they can win one on PlayStation, they can then use that to go after Nintendo. Nintendo, yeah, they, right. Like they, they, they can set that precedent. Um, I wonder, I wonder why they'd go after Sony and not Nintendo, or is maybe well, Sony because, considered an easier target? Uh, Sony is kind of the, the leader of the industry right now. Might it could be also, because of that. if if they get if they beat PlayStation in this, it could open the door for uh, like GameStop. Um, to to have a d- d- digital store front that would uh, like you yeah because the only the thing you can do at GameStop there. is you have to go in there and buy a PSN card to go home and then put right. it on yeah yeah um, so it could potentially yeah. help GameStop it, it could make prices cheaper it could open up more store who knows what but yeah that's, it, that's fair them being sued doesn't mean that the the person will win the case. The case that I was thinking of was Microsoft back in the '90s, where they got sued for mm. antitrust uh, on the on antitrust laws because they were giving away their their Internet Explorer uh, for free with their with Microsoft Windows, and they got sued by by Netscape, complaining that it was unfair competition. So stuff like this has some precedent where you can go in and then say, "Hey." the PlayStation Store is the only store to buy games digitally on the PlayStation. 
Yeah, yeah, that's fair. I, I mean, I, yeah, I, um, we'll see if it goes anywhere. Yeah. Uh, keeping up with Sony, Sony is reportedly making a Days Gone and a Gravity Rush move. Days Gone and Gravity Rush movies, while Sega is making Space Channel Five and comics and movies. I think yeah. it's, I I think it's really silly to make a Gravity Rush movie. I feel like the fun, the best part yeah. of Gravity Rush is how fluid and how fun the game's mechanics are. The story is fine. But again, it's it's the fluidity. It's how unique the game is. Yeah, but and that's not going to translate as well in a movie. That's like saying why making Uncharted movies is the, yeah. the draw of Uncharted is a gameplay. I, I swear to God, if this fucking movie comes out and it's like, if this movie does well, we'll make a Gravity Rush three. Like, I, then fine, I'll fucking bring my ass to the theater and I'll <laughs> fucking watch it. But I think better you can fucking do... make a Gravity Rush three. You can do something different, yeah, decent with Gravity Rush. You can make a superhero movie with a where the superhero has gravity powers. No, I I feel like the Days Gone movie. I feel like that's fine. That could be a really interesting movie. But I feel like it Gravity will Rush be is just a movie. another zombie movie. I feel like Gravity Rush is a movie. Is I feel like that's an L, man. I feel like that's that's an L. And then Sega, Sega, I'm guessing they are riding on the success of Sonic. <laughs> I I guess. Yeah. Well, uh, HBO Max <laughs> released their first tiny teaser of The Last of Us Part Two of an. Oh, I, I'm gonna read that again. HBO Max released their first tiny teaser of The Last of Us as part of an overall HBO Max advertisement. Uh, guessing you guys yeah. saw it. I did. Uh, I did fun. not actually. Everyone yeah. in uh, one of the discords I'm in was so confused that immediately after it switched to a dragon from Game of Thrones, and they're like, "What? There's dragons in The Last of Us? What are they doing to the show?" I was like, "Guys, it's an advertisement for all of HBO Max. There were multiple yeah. shows in there." <laughs> yeah, because the advertisement was uh the thing going through everything that was on hbo max and then it ends with a uh, footage for last of us yeah and then yeah the the advertisement itself ends with footage of uh, a dragon appears and <laughs> i think other things appeared so yeah so people took the last part out the last of us part and i i did see a video that contained the dragon at the end wild um yeah. But yeah, I'm, it looks I'm good. excited for that show. Yeah. It, it it just it's still like I said at the top of the show sucks what's happening to HBO Max and all the yeah. people who worked on all of those projects that are on the chopping block. Um, but at least it seems like they are going through with less of us. Yeah. Yes. So I'm excited for that one. And then we already kind of mentioned this. Yeah, last one here. Multiverses has already passed twenty million players. That's wild. Have either you played Multiverses? I haven't yet, but at this point, I'm I'm kind of like I I should get on that soon yeah. and test it out because yeah. it's like it. I think with its with it being at with it being at Evo. Uh, mm-hmm how it dominated the, the npd numbers how many players it had like it seems to be it's like okay this might actually have some 
staying power yeah. more so than that like Nickelodeon. You can just go in one. I mean, but that like the Nickelodeon one is like and that's a cool idea too. But it just, uh, it's it's just it's not yeah. the same. Like I but like yeah. people are really vibing with the way this one plays, the characters in there, what you can do. It there still might need to be some shifting around of okay this player is a little too op or mm. stuff like that but like people are enjoying it they are liking yep. it so it's cool it's good mm-hmm. good for them good for them well there you go that's the lightning round that's all the video games we got to video game this week yep. uh there you go uh ignacio let's start with you what are you excited for to get into this week oof see after hearing everything about saints row uh i don't feel like i can say that i'm very looking much very much looking forward to it but uh it's the game that i'm playing right now so that's what i'm gonna be playing and uh, i can't wait to play another hour or maybe less of digimon survive yeah i you know hopefully by next tuesday maybe you'll be done with chapter one Maybe, who knows? <laughs> Making no promises. And Alan, uh, what about you? All right, I'm gonna I need I need to I need to focus on it. We're gonna play the Danganronpa Beach board game video game. And we're gonna start Xenoblade Chronicles 3. I'm not fucking around this time. And I'm I don't know how many days I have left. I don't remember if there's a way to check. I have to get my platinum and Delmay Cry 3 for the piece for the PS3 before my premium trial ends. <sighs> Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyways. Anyways. Uh, I'm I'm actually uh, there's that that game that's coming out this week, Immortality, uh, which I'm interested in. This is uh, I believe Sam Barlow is the guy that makes this game. It's the the one of that like live action video footage that you can c- click on and investigate, and if you click on something, it oh. brings you to another thing. Not what I was expecting. Similar. Um, I, I, he's put out a couple of those games. I haven't played them. I know a lot of people really like them. I know the people also have their problems with them. Uh, but this one's story seemed really, really interesting to me, um, about an actress who I I think goes missing and then turns up like years later or something like that and hasn't aged or who knows what, but, um, I am. I'm interested in that one, so that's what I'm excited for. I'm excited for Ignacio. Where can the people find you on the internet, my friend? Well, they can find me on Twitter at Ignacio Rojas B. That's I G N A C I O R O J A S B. And Alan, where can they find you? Ah, uh, you can also find me tweeting at Twitter at Alan Busby. There you go. You guys can find me at Yo Kyle Springer. And if you guys would like to stay up to date with all the stuff that we do here at The Whatnots, we are at The Whatnots. Please like, share, and subscribe. That would help us out a ton. And we will see you all next week. I guess I, uh, I forgot to hit the, the button. Yeah, here, you, so forgot hit hit the the, button. Uh, you forgot to hit the outro gonna music. We're going to do the music in just a little bit here because it takes a while. There we go. The music uh, is happening. It's, we're, hey. we're, we're, all right, we're it's fine. Just, re- just redo the whole outro. Down. It's fine. Just redo the whole outro. (laughs) 
<laughs> go like, Rejoice. share, subscribe. That would help us out a ton. Uh, you guys can go check out uh, the other videos that we got over on that side. Uh, but this has been number 130 of Crossplay. We will see you all next time. Take Bye. care. Bye.